live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Well, I got to tell you, I hate Wednesdays, but this song makes it better. Thank you, Larry. Doesn't hurt. Puts me in a good mood. It's <laughs> a great, mo- great song. What's the other one he's got that I really like? Uh, something about God. When I met God or something like that. Isn't That's that where I met God. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where I met God. Good song, too. Oh, boy. Listen to this. I know you're tired. I know you're hurting, Teach. I know your bones are broken and you're fragile. The bills are paid. You got kids that love you. It ain't always easy. Didn't plan this, Teach. What a song. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day, Wednesday, November 2. T-Row in the morning show time on this seventh day, seventh ranked day of the week here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. We are brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. A1 and Turkey Bacon with you now as we bring it local and blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. We are headed for OU Baylor. Two o'clock on Saturday. Boy, these two teams have had some slobber knockers, as my man JR would say, the last few years. Uh, Baylor got the best of them last year down in Waco. Dave Aranda rubbing salt in the wound, calling a timeout to kick a field goal at the buzzer for tiebreaker reasons. Remember that? They get together again two o'clock on Saturday. The World Series. Phillies lead two games to one. They shut them out last night. 7 nothing. five home runs for Philly. That place was a zoo. They'll try to get them again tonight. And the Thunder win again. That's four in a row. Uh-oh, see, TJ, somebody opened the door in our house. Can you hear the alarm? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let's say... Um, recent things and i'm gonna have to answer the phone here in a second and tell uh, the <laughs> alarm company that we're okay uh the thunder went again that's four in a row they come from behind again down 11 in the fourth quarter to beat orlando last night 116 108 and uh, tj i'll be right back toby will be right back probably answering the phone for the alarm company to let them know that the uh, family is okay uh, second day, I believe, in a row that they've set off the alarm at 6-something in the morning. I think Toby did it earlier. I think he did it at like 5-something yesterday morning. It was pre-going on the air. So I'm assuming now that he's answering the alarm okay. company. We had, we, uh, we've second day in a our, row. Yeah. yeah, we've been setting our alarm more often lately. Uh, over the weekend, we had something happened over the weekend. It was probably nothing when I was out of town. It was probably nothing, but maybe it was something. I don't know. So we've been setting the alarm a little low. Better to be often, safe than sorry. We, but we obviously, we can't remember we set the alarm. So Anyway, what was I saying? 
Thunder win again. How about that, TJ? Uh, SGA, 34 points. Poku might be a player. He got 16 again last night. He keeps it in threes in the fourth quarter. They got Denver coming up next. Good morning, TJ. How are you today? Good morning. Um, Well, I uh, probably sound worse than I feel, so that's where I'm at right now. Uh, Are you still sick? I thought you were better. Well, I felt better yesterday, and then as the day went on, it was one of those things where it went from um, just being slightly congested to completely congested, and then in my head and, you know, then into my chest a little bit. So it's one of those progression things, you know. Um. Okay, time to stop blaming it on the smoke. Yeah, no, it's probably a cold or something. It's not anything worse than a cold, mm-hmm. but yeah, it probably is. You, my friend, have what we like to call COVID-19. Well, here's the thing. Like, nobody ever just says they have a cold anymore, which is what no. this is. No, like I've never no, no, had a no. fever. I've worse. never had so it's not the flu. It's not COVID. Like much that's the thing. That. Everybody now either has a uh, full blown flu or COVID. Uh, nobody ever says they have a cold anymore. I've got a cold. I've got a you know. You're diagnosed, self diagnosing yourself with the common cold. Common cold. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So good as morning. the show goes along, oh, yes. Good, good morning, buddy. Good to see Sorry. you. Uh, he just got here. I'll start sounding better. It's one of those type of things, you know, as you. Yeah. Yeah. Mornings, you wake up, everything's a little groggy, (laughs) and as the day goes along, you hit your stride. Right, right. So that's where we're at right now. So, But I'm all right. I'm all right. I hope people appreciate, because we're both playing hurt this week, Um, but we're warriors, and uh, we don't take off just to go golfing or because we got a little bit of a a sniffly nose or a tummy ache or anything. Yeah. People expect a radio show, a quality one every day, live one every day, TJ. You know what I mean? That, but yeah, we're here. And uh, that's why we battle, battle through however we're feeling. And I hope people appreciate that, TJ. Hopefully that helps us land the uh, macaronis. I'm old school like that. If you're not in the hospital, then you need to be at work. Can I be completely honest with you about something? And this is a, I would encourage everyone right now to turn the channel. Uh Uh-oh. Because this is not a pleasant story. But I want to be honest with you. Uh, my stomach's been bothering me the last couple of days. That's what you said, yeah. You've had a, a little stomach bug. I got a little, little stomach something. I thought maybe it was food poisoning, and maybe it was. But a little something's going on that's causing me discomfort, DJ. And I don't want to get it in, into too many details. But i got to tell you this, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> last night's men's Put basketball. Put away the breakfast. Put uh, everyone, please turn the channel right now. Okay, this is going to not be very pleasant at all. Last night's men's basketball banquet at the Lloyd Noble Center was the longest banquet I have ever emceed in my life. <laughs> not in terms of time, and but what in it felt like of my need to be right somewhere else <laughs> right I, i'm with you i'm with you i knew what you were meaning there and i'll be dadgummed if they didn't make that tunnel even longer than it used to be uh after it was over i uh, it's part of those renovations i heard about i'm up on the stage and uh we're about halfway through i'm up there with coach moser and we're bringing up the players in groups and we're interviewing them we're playing games and we're having a fun time audience is having a great time i'm having a great time we're doing you know we're meeting the new guys it's going well. 
And then all of a sudden, I feel it, Teej, just like the Wolverine is back in my stomach, man. And I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, my God. What do I do here, you know? But I powered through because that's what champions do. Look and at you. I'm proud of you. I, I, we finished, and the last thing was we get done with the players, and then I exit the stage, and Coach Moser wraps up the night, okay? So... Normally, I would exit the stage and just go stand off to the side, and then the you know the banquet would end, and we'd all shake hands and blah blah blah. And uh, so I exit the stage and make a beeline for the tunnel. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about halfway up the tunnel, and I hear Coach Moser say, "And how about Toby Rowland? Huh? How about that Toby?" And I'm like, "Oh my god." So I turn around and I go back down the tunnel about the time that everybody's, you know, clapping and I wave at everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. You know, meanwhile, I'm like, and then it dies down and I turn around and race back up the tunnel again. Teach. See, that's too much information. I apologize, but I just want Uh, you guys to know. We're open here on the show. I played hurt last night. I I played hurt. I'm proud of you. I mean, that's a difficult thing to get through. That type of issue is not something that uh, is easy to... Uh, fight through, especially when it's no matter what's coming out of your mouth into that microphone, that's no, not what's going on in your about. head. That's not what no, you're thinking oh my about. God. Yeah, my stomach hurts so bad. <laughs> not here, not here, not here, not here, not here. You know, <laughs> this is going to be my legacy. This is all anybody's ever going to remember me right. for. <laughs> I'm going not viral now. on Twitter tonight. Not now, no, whatever you do, not now. Oh boy, it was uh, it was great. It was a great night. It was a great banquet. But that's what I'll always remember: the twenty twenty two men's basketball banquet for is the uh, Wolverine living in my stomach for half of it. <laughs> well, I hope that passes. And I you're feel feeling a little better. bit better this morning, though. I woke up. I was like, I think I'm a little bit better today. So we'll see. Man, but I mean, back to the point. How about us? Huh? How about just the example we're setting for the people out there, and really the youths. The youths out there who are waking up today, maybe they got a little sniffles or a little tummy ache, and they're thinking, maybe I don't want to go to school today. But, gummit, my Here heroes are, are on the radio right. getting it done. What maybe examples we're setting too. for Brent Venables and his football team? It's the type no, of guys that he wants on his team. team. Yeah, Sure. If we think about uh, somebody's got a little turned ankle or hamstring pull or whatever, and they think maybe I should sit this one out and then – Probably Brent brings us up as examples. That's probably so. true. Yeah, that probably happens a anyway. lot, though. Yeah. Well, I hope well, you're feeling better. Oh, me too. If I have to go quickly in the middle of a segment, TJ, you'll know why. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the alarm's going off in the house the Wolverine again. Wolverine is we go, back. We go shut off the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, what'd you do yesterday? Anything? Watch a little um, uh, World Series last watched night. Watch the little or? World Series. That crowd's completely nuts, man. It's bonkers. Man, it's it, it maybe more fun to watch them mm-hmm. than the actual game at times. So I have a hard time being happy for them. But yeah, I they're mean Philly people. To win the World they're Series. They're mean people, right? <laughs> uh, so did that. We uh, I cleaned up the outside Halloween stuff. Put it away. Um, that a boy. Boy, you do not mess around with the decorations, and I appreciate that. You got all of the Christmas stuff up already? Not yet. Not yet. That'll come a little later in the month, but, oh, you know, Halloween was over. It was an easy cleanup. I said, ah, it's a nice night. I'll go ahead and go do it. What kind of decorations do you have? 
this year I went light. I didn't put up my Halloween lights, um, which was not did not go over well with the other two people in my house. But oh. I said ah, sheer I, laziness or what? Happened? Sheer laziness, and I told them that too. I was like, I just I got to those columns where I normally wrap it in the Halloween lights, and I was like, ah. just putting the crate up and going inside. So I've yeah. got um, I've got a giant wood carved like Charlie Brown in his uh, ghost outfit that. Uh, <laughs> We got, awesome. some, we got it some fair that's uh, on the front porch. I've got a couple of, you know, all the light-up pumpkins, and then I've got a light-up pumpkin that sits on a metal uh, spider. It's like the legs of a spider, but a pumpkin sits on its body. Um, I've got a couple of other tin pumpkins that I sit out. we got a giant inflatable half-solid solid Halloween decoration. A, uh, a spider and a pumpkin had a baby, and Ooh. now we have it in our yard as an inflatable. It's really big inflatable in our yard, so... That's scary. Oh, that's just some of what we have. A giant spider hangs on my wall underneath the porch. So you'll appreciate Skeletons, this. yeah. My uh, sister's house. She, my sister's got four kids. Uh, they And they ride the bus to uh, school. And the neighbor's house next to them has these giant skeletons in their yard. Like, they look like they're like 15 feet tall. There's two oh, I have them. seen those. The big ones that people had this big, year all of a sudden. Big, mm. giant skeletons, okay. They're spooky looking, you know, but they're not real. They're not going to come alive, and they're not going to attack you or anything like that. They're skeletons, TJ. You're with me, right? Yes. Okay, you're following me. So she said when they uh, go to the bus stop in the morning, because they got to go past that house to the bus stop, (laughs) that the the kids will cross the street. And so they can, you know, have as much distance as possible between them. Because it's still dark outside. (laughs) they got to walk past the neighbor's house. They'll go across the street and down and then back across so they don't have to go in front of the skeletons. But anyway, you didn't have any skeletons in your yard, just some pumpkins. Uh, One skeleton, but he's a small one, like a little bitty skeleton that hangs on the porch. Yeah, Yeah, put away the Halloween. You watched a little World Series. Mm -hmm, Good. That mm -hmm. sounds like a good. You make dinner for the family? uh, Yeah, buffalo uh, chicken wraps. Wow, um, that sounds delicious. Air fryer, I assume. Buffalo chicken in the air fryer, then some romaine and some carrot shreds and Ooh, little wait. ranch and yeah. little, uh, little flour tortillas. Uh, no, uh, romaine lettuce. We wrap them in lettuce. Lettuce oh. wraps. Yeah, buffalo Man, that's lettuce. As healthy wraps. as it comes, right there. So, how about that? That sounds uh, they're delicious. Uh, there's ranch there if you'd like to put some ranch on it. Sure. Oh, yeah. Man. What an example you're setting in all kinds of ways this morning. No Wolverine in my stomach, but. Uh, mine was living in my head and chest, so um, All right. didn't have as exciting of an evening as you. We are underway on a Wednesday morning. Bob Stoops was on The Rush last night with Teddy and Tyler. We'll hear that interview coming up at the bottom of this hour. We'll hear from Brent Venables today. He spoke to the gathered media yesterday. We got other stuff to get into, but mostly we want to hear from you. You could text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405 405- Six five one three four three nine. Off and running on a Wednesday. It's going to be a high of 71 out there today. It's going to be a nice day. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show this hour brought to you by the fine people at Norman Regional Health System. Norman Regional Hospital, the Health Plex, specialized professionals all across the Norman and Moore area helping you with your health care needs. Appreciate them. Air Comfort Solutions text line. 
Good morning, A1, and mostly turkey bacon. Have a great show today, lads. Thank you. Mostly turkey bacon. Yeah. Sometimes you eat real bacon. Yeah. Uh, This past weekend, uh, Saturday, turkey bacon. Attaboy. Way to stay true to yourself. Being honest with the people. Uh, Kendall, working man Wednesday. Yes, it is. Indeed. Yes, it is. Uh, Good morning, gentlemen. Today is going to be a good day. Let's Uh, make it a good one. Oh, I like the positivity. Man, so many positive people so Mm -hmm. early. They seek out our show, TJ. Uh, Dr. Toby, which COVID does he have? Laughing face emoji. COVID 19.1. That's the one he's got. I love this. Every time one of us is congested, we get this one in. It's always just just the name of it disgusts me. TJ, get yourself a neti pot. Greatest thing on the planet. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. I have attempted it once. I've seen Katie do it. Seeing someone do it is enough that you'll never do it in your life. Like, you'll never attempt it if you watch someone do it. Explain to people what it is if they don't know out there. Well, it's like uh, a pot and uh, you put water in the little powder, the the spout on it, and yeah, you're pouring it up your nose, and it's just like a faucet coming out the other side, just disgusting, clearing you out. You pour it in one of your nostrils, it goes through your nasal cavities and comes out the other nostril. And it cleans everything out in there, and I'm with you. I've never done it. I can't pull the trigger on it, but I've had people tell me it's a, a wonderful thing. I've, so I've had people. Why don't you try it and let us know? It's probably what would clear Did me it out. Work for Katie? Um, I can't remember. It's been a while since she's used it. I just, I, I still. This was three houses ago, and I can still visualize her at that sink, pouring that thing in her nostril. <laughs> It's amazing we don't get sick more often as much as we all like on the microphones share microphones and, uh-huh. and everything and yeah, headsets. Head, right. I remember when I was in college, there was a uh, there was a uh, it was Oklahoma City University's PA guy. Rest in peace. He's no longer with us. And but he was kind of the play by play guy. I mean, uh, the PA guy. So he would do uh, the state tournaments at the big house. He would do the all college classic when uh, they, you know, anytime any event that was going on in Oklahoma City, this guy would do the PA. Sure, we would have him do the PA for the Sooner Athletic Conference tournament, all this kind of stuff. But he would always bring his own microphone with him. He had like a little bag, and he'd carry his own mic. and And when he'd show up, he would unplug whatever mic was there, and he'd plug in his mic and do it. And I always thought, how about this guy bringing his own mic with him wherever he goes? Can you believe this guy? Uh, and now I look back and I go, boy, that was genius. That guy was really genius. Or it was one of those that distorted his voice. And he actually sounded like this. <laughs> but when he <laughs> used so. uh, the trick mic that he had, uh, he sounded, you know. Maybe so. But we put our face right in these microphones that everybody uh, else breathes in all day long. <laughs> right. And they got little sponges on them or whatever. And you're like, well, how, of course we're sick all the time. We're constantly making out with each other on these microphones. <laughs> Uh, this te- <laughs> gross. Uh, this texter says, uh, "TJ, you don't even sound sick. Don't worry about it. LOL. Uh, I sound sick. I don't sound terrible. I don't mind. But... A, I don't mind a little rasp in your voice. You know. Uh, let's see what this is. Oh, <laughs> it's Lamar Jackson. Uh, the meme of Lamar Jackson running up the tunnel to get to the locker room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what was going on." 
That's exactly what was going on. Uh, love my air fryer, but cannot beat my deep fryer. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, but there's a health thing there. That's what the the air fryer is supposed to cut out all the oils and the grease and stuff. Uh, mm. No nah, doubt, a, no, no, no doubt, a, a good deep fryer is delicious. We're gonna find out someday that air fryers are bad for you. I'm sure we will. Yeah. Well, that's how everything is. Toby, off and running. What a great way to keep describing for us your stomach situation. Thank you. I told you to turn the channel, and it wasn't going to be a pleasant story. TJ, feel better soon. Have a wonderful day, guys. Thank you. What about Toby? Toby, feel better soon, too. He's dealing with something much worse. I would rather be dealing with what I'm dealing with than what he's dealing with. (laughs) Uh, Come on, TJ. They would have never have had turkey bacon on the Dutton Ranch. That's true. Hmm. That's true. There you come on now. You know that's true. I'm trying to think of if Beth would have turkey bacon or not. No. No? No. Maybe, uh, what's the little brother that uh, is? Jamie? Jamie would have Jamie turkey would bacon. Jamie would have turkey bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jamie would have turkey bacon. <laughs> you, think Rip, you think Rip's eating turkey bacon? Get out uh, of here. No. And well, yeah, and that's I should, coming out I, soon, right? Uh, Like a week and a half, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. New season of Yellowstone coming. Uh, she doesn't have bacon or turkey bacon of any variety. She just has her black cup of coffee and a cigarette and then uh, <laughs> is disgusted by something and slams her glass against the wall and walks Whiskey. out. Whiskey. Yeah. Because <laughs> it makes a drink. <laughs> She's the delightful person. Uh, I can't get the image of Toby reenacting the toilet scene from Dumb and Dumber out of my head. <laughs> Coming out of the tunnel and trying to play it off. That's from Eric in Illinois. I was halfway up the tunnel, and I hear, and how about Toby rolling? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Run around, wave at everybody. Thank you, thank you. Uh, a lot of support for the neti pot here. It's a life changer. I do the nasal bottle in the shower first thing in the morning. That's the Todd father. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Nasal bottle. And uh, last one here is, Jamie ain't a Dutton anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's why he's eating turkey bacon. Uh, okay, hey, we got a college football playoff ranking. Came out last night. Um, I think I was more right than you. I can't remember what we predicted yesterday. but I think we had right. the exact same top six. Get out of here. But, but mine was better. <laughs> okay. Mine was better. All right. Uh, we'll talk about this more later, but it was uh, – uh, Tennessee won. How about that, TJ? The Volunteers, number one. I think they got it right, rightfully so. Ohio State, two, surprised me. Georgia, yes. three. And Clemson, four. Then Michigan, five. Your beloved Alabama Crimson Tide, six. TCU, seven. That caused some angst. Followed by Oregon at eight, USC at nine, and LSU at ten. Um, Kansas State was the next Big 12 team. They were at 13, so forth and so on after that. OSU 18, Texas at uh, 24. Was there some angst out there? We can talk about this more in depth later, but was there some griping or did everybody kind of go, all right? Mm, The people that I saw on uh, no griping that I saw, I think people were surprised. Around here, the people that I follow, uh, the things I saw pop up were more surprised that Texas was on there. Uh, than anything. They were but, 24. But they were cares? 24. They, they're not a player in this. But no. um, not that I saw. That doesn't mean amongst the Ohio State and Georgia fans there wasn't, but I don't follow anybody to have that stuff pop up on my timeline. So right. that was one, right. that's what surprised me was those two. I would have flipped those two, but I'm not going to sit here and, you know. What's Georgia's best win? 
Uh, Oregon. Mm. Okay. I mean, it's a top ten win right now. Oregon's sitting at eighth in the rankings, so, yeah. It is technically a neutral site win, too. Mm -hmm. And Ohio State's best win would be at Penn State? I believe so, yes. I'm trying to think if they had a bigger win in non-conference that I'm not thinking about, but I don't think so. Notre Dame. They beat Notre Dame, but that's... Yeah, that's... Uh, not not three tremendous loss, this year. Two, three loss yeah. team now, yeah. Okay, we'll do a deeper dive into these first playoff rankings in a bit, but right now we need to take a break because when we come back, Bob Stoops, the coach, was on the rush last night as he is every Tuesday. We'll hear what he had to – the head coach of the Arlington Renegades had to say next. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. It is The Rush on The Ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman inside the Brown O'Haver Studios. Big time upset in studio today. I thought for sure that you would be uh, dressed in some Arlington Renegades gear <laughs> after the merchandise dropped yesterday, but instead you're in a Taco Bell t-shirt. So I know. XFL it. shop is open uh, as uh, Coach Bob Stoops joined. Just the new gear looks awesome. Hey, I just want to start with, hey, Teddy, you notice Tyler didn't lead off with <laughs> giving me all that all that stuff about the favorite segment he, of the week. You intimidated whatnot. me last week. You did. He, he learned you don't, you don't need to be doing all that for me. Uh, that's so, great. Uh, the best segment in the history of radio, Coach Stoops joins so us. So I just sucked up to him about the new gear instead for the Arlington Renegades. That's I right. actually just put on uh, uh, a polo with the new logo on it for the Renegades, and I'm about to go here in an hour to uh, an event at Texas Live here in Arlington. Um, right across from the Rangers Stadium and Choctaw Stadium that we'll be playing in. Uh, to meet a bunch of people and reporters and uh, kind of kick this, start to kick this off a little bit. So it's great. Yeah, it's, I guess. Yeah, now that we, you mentioned it, we're in November. Uh, you guys get started the week after Super Bowl, right? So this this thing's going to be on you before you know it. Yeah, we start practice early January, and uh, the first uh, games will be the weekend after the Super Bowl and. Let's face it, everybody's looking for more football, at least for uh, we've got a 10-week season, a playoff, and a championship. So everyone, that'll that'll help everybody get over the Super Bowl, and now we still got a little bit of football to watch. Yep, no doubt. And uh, it's fun to watch those players kind of uh, transition. Some guys from college, some guys are have, have NFL experience. Heck, watching P.J. Walker, who was with Houston, the first yep. go-around with the XFL. He's out there with Carolina uh, through a game-tying touchdown at the end of regulation. That was a, a a bad situation for Caroline. But he's out there playing well. Anyways, it's it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. How about the uh, how about the Sooners going up to Iowa State? That is a really tough team. That was a great atmosphere up there. Um, coming off of a bye week, that's a really good win, 27-13 against a, an Iowa State team that is way better than what their record says they are. Well, they've been in tight games, as you know, every single week. Um, they are better than the record says, just because of all those tight games. They, you know, uh, just they haven't been able to make some key plays to to change the outcome. And you know, and then for us last week, we did make those key plays defensively and offensively. 
to, to change the game and, and to give yourself an opportunity to win. And we did win. And I, I thought we played really well. Um, you know, I thought we gave up some opportunities to where we could have separated ourselves a little bit more, but that happens in games. And we still recovered from it where we let them hang around. I just think, like, for instance, Eric Gray hadn't fumbled all year. and mm-hmm. It was a fluky thing where that guy's helmet hit the ball. and But we're inside the 15 again. You know, on mm-hmm. that play, I thought, you know, Marvin's a, a great, great receiver for us and had – you know, might have had some other plays that could have helped, you know, that could have made a little bit of difference and, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I, I just thought we really played well and defensively it was great to see another really good defensive game and came up with turnovers. And I thought the decision, Brent's decision and their design of the fake field goal was absolutely perfect and a great timing for it. When you're on the road, you don't want to settle for field goals and, you know, and he – you know, made the appearance that, all right, we're, we're going to kick it and get, get points, and there they shovel it right to the kicker, and he goes in untouched. So I thought that was a, a great, great call and perfect timing for it. So anyway, I thought it was a really sound and, and strong win. Now, am I crazy, and maybe you remember this, but I feel like all the way back whenever I was there, early 2000s, we had that same exact fake field goal in. Matt McCoy was the uh, – it was just a little bit different yep. to the other side where he kind of tossed it over his shoulder, right? Yeah, well, nah, that was one that goes outside. Oh, okay. We had that. But I, I believe we had one like that where Matt McCoy, instead of flipping it to the kicker, he just set it down, let the kicker go through his motions, and then he ran it in. That's right. I yep. didn't want to take a chance of flipping it to the kicker. So. <laughs> right. uh but anyway, we always, as you remember, Teddy, I, I was always big on finding when, you know, someone is really set on how they always rush the, the field goal. Sometimes you can pin them, you pull one guy or pin them and push, you know, run someone out of there and there's a lane there. And sure enough, that's what happened. And um, But anyway, I, I can remember uh, you weren't there, but designing one to Michael Honeycutt for Oklahoma State that we end up scoring on. We put it in on Friday walkthrough. Wow. We nice. just, like, all right, we need something here. And then we, so we went through it about eight times. And I told Michael, I said, now listen, you're not used to catching the ball and all these guys chasing you and somebody really tattooing you. I said, so when you get that, when you, you know, if you're getting close to that goal line, you make sure you take care of the ball. And he said, coach, I'm going to be the one tattooing the guy. <laughs> I started laughing. I'm like, okay. And sure enough, if you ever look back at that uh, field goal up in Stillwater, that fake, he gets destroyed just as he gets inside the pipeline. And he goes he goes on his back, his feet up in the air. I think the ball went flying. I was laughing. But fortunately, he had already crossed the, the pylon. Now, now that I think about it, you know, that's interesting because – you know, I, just going back to my playing days, I know you designed um, you, that great fake punt that we ran against Kansas State. I remember you designed all of those fake field goals, the one with, that we ran against Missouri, uh, some of the other ones with Matt McCoy there. Um, and I don't remember if we ever used it, but we had a, like a special onside where I think we just is like a chip shot to Brandon Jones as he ran down the sideline. So yep. I'm guessing that's something that, did you dedicate 
uh, some time to that each week to design oh, yeah. those things? Absolutely. I always felt if you could steal a possession with a fake punt or you could still get a touchdown instead of a field goal and somebody's close tight games that, that it was, you know, they were big, big moments. And uh, Forgot and about I the was, one at Alabama, too. The, yeah, the, Alabama the jet State. where they brought the jet off the edge. That Brent, that was uh, Coach Venables and I. Another Friday walkthrough. They kept, they, you know, we kept looking at that. That when they, they just totally ignore your eligible receivers and are kind of just rushing you. And I said, we got to have something. Brent said, we, let's. What if we did this? And he and I talked through it, and we just leaked Michael uh, Thompson out, and he, um, you know, and nobody was guarding. So it was just irresponsible on their their part, and we took advantage of it. And it was we had they had already got a finger on the punt, so it was like, look, we need to. And I felt the stadium crushing uh, coming down on us. It was so loud, and they were really feeling it that we really needed something to happen. And sure enough, we made it happen, and got Michael got it out to about midfield, and because we were backed up and probably at our own twenty or inside. And then we threw a touchdown, uh, Jason, to Brandon Jones in the very next play, and that mm-hmm. just quieted all of a sudden the stadium. You could hear a pin drop. Yep, that's true. Um, back to the game on Saturday. You know, Dylan Gabriel didn't have the same stat line as he did for the Kansas game, but I thought he played pretty well. Uh, did a really good job oh. of managing the game. What have you thought? Um, you know, he had the injury, and he misses six quarters and I feel like these past two games, not that he was playing bad before, but he, he's really played two solid games since coming off that injury. Has is, is that kind of been your takeaway? Absolutely. He played great uh, the last two games, and I thought he played great, you know, on the road the other day. And, again, you know, we have we have a few drops in there, too, that could have been big, other big stats. So, you know, you you got to take all of that into consideration. I I thought he played an excellent game and uh, in the last couple weeks, and – and it's made a big difference for us. It, it always does. You know, one of the things that I thought was great, and we talked to Coach Venables about it last night on the coaches' show, is that it was it was the first quarter. I think the score was still zero zero. Whenever they brought in all the young guys, uh, they brought in what I think eight different guys off the sideline, started to drive with them. They ran three plays, had three nice successful plays. And then they jogged in the number one offense off the side after those guys got the ball out to about the 40-yard line, running three really cool plays. I I thought that was awesome to get those guys involved. You could see how much energy it brought to the sideline, seeing them go out there and have some success. That was really cool. Yeah, it it was. And, uh, you know, and I I always think it's great to play as many players as you can and and still keep the the rhythm of the game and, you know, how it is and the you know, the flow of the game. Sometimes if you, you sub too much, it can get you out, but other times it doesn't. And so fortunately it worked that way. And, you know, it'll probably keep happening that way. And I always felt, and probably not, probably not true. I always felt it was easier to do defensively than it was offensively, but it, it's probably not the case. I mean, you know, just play guys you have confidence in that can make plays and move the ball. By the way, Teddy, xfl.com backslash tickets if you want to buy season tickets. All right. For the Arlington Renegades. There we go. We do need to make it down there for at least one game. Yeah, we Home do. Home opener for sure. That'll be uh, awesome. It's, a, it's an exciting, great stadium, Choctaw Stadium, and, uh, you know, it's the old Globe Life. 
uh, right down here in Arlington, right across from the new ballpark. And uh, great stadium uh, that, to play in. And uh, Arlington, the people down here have been really great to us, really uh, just embracing embracing us and what's going on here. Yep, good stuff. All right, Coach, we appreciate you stopping by. As always, good stuff. And uh, look forward to talking to you next week. All right, guys, good to be with you. Boomer Sooner. All right, Coach. And go Renegades as well. There we <laughs> there go. go. There, there we go. go. Coach Bob Stoops brought to you by Modelo. Appreciate Modelo for sponsoring our weekly chat with Bob Stoops. There you go. That's Bob Stoops on with Teddy and Tyler last night on The Rush, the head coach of the Arlington Renegades, giving his thoughts on Sooners win over Iowa State and more. It's fun to hear him talk about the uh, fake fake plays of the past, fake field goals, fake punts, kind of going through the Rolodex in your head of those great memories as a Sooner fan. We'll take a break. 6.48 on a Wednesday morning, a working man Wednesday. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God! Toby! Toby's getting held back by security! T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. When we look back, let's be proud of what we've become. Stronger and wiser. More caring and patient more prepared, and more resilient than ever before. At First United Bank, we're here to help make sure that when we look back, we'll see that we not only survived, but that we're ready to thrive. And that's something we can all look forward to. Life's too short for small buns. 405 Burger Bar is moving locations to Main Street in the heart of Norman. With handmade Oklahoma onion burgers and a full bar, 405 Burger Bar will be your favorite place to watch games. Follow us on Instagram at 405 Burger Bar to learn more about our burgers, bar, and sports bar atmosphere. 405 Burger Bar, Main Street in Norman, just east of I-35. 405 Burger Bar in Norman on Main Street. Big buns, real meats. know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. Beats and Bites is back at Riverwind. And this time it's for Bedlam, presented by Phillips 66. So don't miss the Eli Young Band. And special guest Wade Bowen. Plus all of your favorite food trucks. The night before Bedlam, November 18th. Tickets are just $5 at Riverwind.com or at the box office. Cooler weather means new cold weather Sooner gear at Balfour of Norman. Come see us on Campus Corner or shop online at crimsonproud.com. With more choices than ever, Balfour is ready for winter. 
with men's, women's, and youth hoodies, sweatshirts, sweaters, quarter zips, jackets, long sleeve tees, beanies, scarves, and gloves. You'll also find great brands like Jordan, Nike, Champion, Chickadee, Game Day Couture, and others. Whether you're headed to an OU game or just want to support your Sooners in something warm and comfy, Balfour is the place to go. It's never too early to start shopping for the Sooner fans on your Christmas list and getting ready for the holidays. Shop the large selection of ornaments, tree skirts, and other decorations, or let Balfour's friendly staff help you find the perfect gifts to check off your list. Locally owned for more than 45 years, Balfour of Norman has always been OU fans' go-to place and where you will find everything Sooner. Sooner fans, the 2022-2023 women's basketball season is right around the corner, and season tickets are available for as low as $120. Come see head coach Ginny Bronchek and the Oklahoma Sooners basketball team all season long. Visit Soonersports.com or call 405-325-2424 to secure your seat and support the Sooners at the Lloyd Noble Center this season. Boomer Sooner. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call us. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. 